Hey, what is happening, everyone? It's your boy, Kyle, and we are back with another episode of the Life Well Lived Podcast. So in today's podcast, we're going to jump back to the fitness and nutrition type topics because what we're going to go over today is our top 10 tips for maintaining our weight during the coronavirus. So the top 10 tips for maintaining our weight during the coronavirus. This is a chaotic time. We don't know necessarily how long it's going to last. We don't always know what's going on, but what we can control is our own decisions, our own choices, and our own daily, weekly, monthly plans. And so here's what I realize, that during this time, things can be stressful. Things are happening in ways we've never, ever seen before. And personally, as a coach, I would recommend my personal clients and the general public to maybe not focus as much on weight loss right now, but instead building and learning good, healthy habits for clean eating and maintaining their weight. Now, let me get something really straight. There's some of you out there that are not as stressed, are not as chaotic, are are doing okay in the anxiety departments or, or whatever that may be for you. And there's a lot of you out there that think, well, no, I, I can hit my goals better than before, you know? And if you're one of those people, great, continue doing that. Shoot for good clean eating with an emphasis on weight loss or fat loss or muscle building. If you still have access to the gym and or a home gym or your home workout planner and, and you're still looking to get amazing weight loss results or fat loss results or muscle building results, more power to you. Keep doing the deal. But what this podcast is for today is the person out there that is feeling stressed out, that is eating emotional or their normal daily structure is gone so that they are just eating whatever, these tips are for that person in order to maintain or even drop a couple pounds during all this chaos. So the tips we're going over today are things that you can start immediately as soon as today, as soon as tomorrow to start getting good results, to start eating cleaner and to really make sure you're maintaining your results and even setting yourself up for when this is all over, getting back to the gym, back to your normal routine, back to your normal regimen, and getting even better results than you had before. Because now is the time to focus on us. Now is the time that it seems like most of us have more time than ever to meal prep, to figure out a plan, to figure out a schedule, to do the things we need to do to get good results, to eat clean. So let's utilize that time using these 10 tips to maintain your weight and get the best healthy results possible. So with that, here is our top 10 tips for maintaining your weight during the coronavirus on the Life Well Lived podcast. Hi guys, I'm Kyle Kirby, an entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, and welcome to Life Well Lived, a podcast designed to give you the ins and outs, the goods, and what you need to scale your life to the next level. 
Alrighty then, let's jump right into it with our 10 tips for maintaining your weight during the coronavirus epidemic. So the first thing I want to start off with, guys, is make sure you're staying safe and healthy out there. If any of these tips contradict something that either your doctor has told you or that um, puts you in danger or prevents you from staying safe and healthy, don't do any of them. But here is our top 10 tips in order to maintain your weight during the coronavirus epidemic. Number one, create for yourself and stick to a daily structure. So during all the free time that a lot of us have now, or maybe we have a different schedule with kids at home, or maybe things are just being run differently than we were used to. We were used to a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday work week, and then we'd have a Saturday, and then we'd have a Sunday, and our work schedule was very uh, consistent, we'll say. It was very similar day in and day out. So what I want you to focus on now is sticking to a daily structure the same way you had before. And what you want to do is avoid eating 12 small meals for, throughout the day, right? So you, you wake up at like 7 a.m. and, you know, 7.30, it's, you eat a little bit of breakfast. And then 9 o'clock comes by and you nibble on a little bit of this. And then and then noon comes by and you're making the kids lunch and, and you nibble on this. And before you know it, you've, you really haven't eaten anything solid throughout the day or any good satisfying meals to help you towards your goals or help you towards maintaining your, your physique, maintaining your results. And instead you've just eaten like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 small, like nibbly meals throughout the day. And most likely have gone way over your calories, most likely not focused on the essential things like your protein and you are not getting the results you want. So Make sure that you create a daily structure for yourself. For example, my wife and I have created a daily structure for ourselves so that we can continue getting good results. They're slightly different, but we can also meld them together to make sure we are getting results and maintaining during this time. So for example, myself, I, I fast most days in the morning. So I do a kind of a form of intermittent fasting. So I normally um, don't eat until about noon. Okay. While my wife will wake up in the morning and have her Herbalife shake right away in the morning. And then we eat lunch together at noon. So both work, but both are at least very structured. We know exactly what we're going to do. We both wake up at the same time. She makes her shake. And then we go through our day noon, we're going to have a lunch meal together. Okay. And that's structure. Then a few hours after that, we'll probably have another shake or like a pre-workout meal. We normally work out and then we'll have a dinner together. And that's kind of how our days work. We, we primarily work from home as health coaches right now. And, and that's primarily how we will structure our day. And can there be a little bit of adjustment in there? Sure. Sometimes dinner will be earlier or later. Sometimes lunch will get pushed back or earlier. And, and we can adjust things. We're pretty flexible. But the basic structure of our day is the same. So here's a few things you can do to make sure that you have daily structure for yourself. The first thing I recommend doing is tracking your calories. I always recommend that. Using an app like MyFitnessPal, that's my favorite, but there's also like MyNetDiary. Uh, there, there's a lot of different things out there that you can track your calories utilizing your phone. The old pen and notebook work well too, just takes a little bit more work. But tracking your calories is a key way to make sure you're staying on track with your results. So what I personally like to do to make sure I have daily structure is I actually plan my day ahead of time. So I log my food. All right, here's what I'm going to eat at that noon meal. Boom, 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 boom. Here's what I'm going to eat for my pre-workout meal. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what I'm going to eat for my post-workout meal. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what I'm going to eat for my dinner. Boom. And I have all that in by like seven in the morning or even the night before. 
so that I know exactly what I'm going to eat for the day and the exact structure of my day. Plus, now all my calories are tracked, and as long as I stick to that plan, I know I'm going to get good results, okay? Know how many meals you're going to eat and just stick to it. And then my... The other part of like that daily structure to avoid eating like 12 smaller meals throughout the day is really to make sure you're eating satisfying meals. Okay. So don't make one of your meals like you're going to eat like a lunch and it's just this like boring old salad, right? Don't do that. Make sure it's a satisfying meal. Make sure it's got protein. Make sure it's got carbohydrates. Make sure it's got fats. Make sure it's going to last you at least three, four, five, six hours, however you structure your day until your next meal. And not in a way where Um, Your next meal is going to be in five hours, let's just say, and at three and a half hours, you're starving and you're like, I just got to last another hour and a half. No, don't do that. Make sure your meals are satisfying and structured in a way that you stay full all day, that you can maintain your results all day through those meals and that you're feeling good during this time of chaos. Okay. So that's number one. Make sure you have daily structure. Number two, stock up on the essentials. So the essential foods, right? We're talking about proteins, carbohydrates, fats, veggies, fruits, spices, seasonings, okay? Um, You want to make sure you have these items in your cupboards, in your fridge, in your freezer, ready to go. And that's going to make, number one, your food prep that much easier. But number two, clean eating that much easier as well. So make sure inside your fridge and freezer, you've got like your chickens, your beef, your fish, or or any vegan options or vegetarian options for your protein. Make sure you always have carbohydrates. I know at our house, we always have rice. Um, We always have oatmeal at our house. Black beans are a really great option. You're looking for really high fiber options for those carbohydrates so that you don't have to reach for other things. For your fats, make sure you have things like avocado, olive oil, coconut oil, butter. Um, That's right. Like butter can be a healthy fat option as long as you don't get carried away with it. It can be added into a a healthy daily plan. Maybe more on that in another podcast episode. Um, But make sure you have veggies and fruits on hand, right? Make sure that you're adding those into the meals. I know for my wife and I, we always really like to have leafy greens on hand at all time and some low calorie dressing. So at any point we can add a good healthy salad to a meal. Um, Make sure that you have good spices and seasonings for the foods you're eating so that it's not just bland chicken and bland rice and like you, you, you eat it and it's like, all right, I ate this meal, but I still want to order the pizza. No, no, no. If you can make your meals delicious, if you make your meals satisfying, but still making them clean and healthy, you won't feel like you need to order the pizza or you won't feel like you need to order a dessert or eat dessert or, or, or snack on uh, chips or whatever that may be. So if you're making sure you have the essentials so that meal prep is easier, then you'll be able to stick to it. And that's what I want you guys to do to avoid the, hey, it's Saturday night. Oh, we got nothing in the house. Well, we're not going to run to the grocery store right now. Just order takeout. Just order pizza. Those are the things that are going to not help you maintain your results during this time. So making sure you have those chicken, beef, fish, rice, oatmeal, high fiber option, carbohydrates, avocado, coconut oil, veggies, fruits, spices, all that good stuff in your pantry ready to go will help you stick to your goals and help you maintain your weight that much more simple but in in a much more efficient way. So make sure you stick to stocking up on the essentials. Number three, on the opposite side of stocking up on the essentials, when you go to the grocery store, stop buying the bad stuff, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. I think there is a time and place for comfort food, okay? Um, This is an emotional time. This is a high anxiety time. Sometimes there is a good time to have a piece of cheesecake, okay? To have a cookie. But as much as you can, stop buying the bad stuff that you know are not helping you 
achieve your goals and not helping you maintain your weight. Stop buying the chips. Um, for me, that's like chips and salsa, right? Stop buying the cookies, the cakes, the bars. Stop buying the soda. Stop buying the beer. More on, on that one in a later tip. Um, stop buying the bad stuff that you know is not going to help you towards your goals. Because here's the simple truth of the matter. If it's not in your house, you probably won't eat it. That logic makes sense, right? So if you don't buy chips, if you don't buy the Lay's or the Doritos or whatever it is, you're not going to eat them. So simply don't buy them. And here's the thing, guys. I'm not going to buy the excuse. We're getting a little hardcore now. I'm not going to buy the excuse that, well, my kids need it. No, your kids do not need Doritos either. They also do not need cookies and they don't need soda. Your kids don't need it either. So if you can make sure you're taking this time to clean up your household a little bit, making sure you're all eating healthier, I guarantee you that your kids are going to thank you because they're going to live healthier lives. Your husband or wife are going to thank you and, and you guys are all going to be able to maintain your results together. Now, Along those lines, there is a time and place for those things, but that's tip number five. So we're going to wait for a second on those. So uh, to summarize tip number three, stop buying the bad stuff. Stop buying the things you know you don't need, okay? Tip number four, know your portions, okay? Knowing your portions is an important step in getting good results. So the biggest tip I have here is don't eat foods straight from the bag, okay? So uh, like almonds are a great example of this. Portion out your almonds, okay? Don't just eat nuts or almonds or trail mix or anything like that straight from the bag. It, it's almost an, a guaranteed recipe that you will uh, overeat. You, you just will. So one of the biggest tips I have for people when I'm coaching them, when I'm working with them, is to buy a food scale, okay? An electronic food scale. They're usually anywhere from like $10 to $30. You can get them at Target or Walmart or whatever. But this is a great thing to weigh your food and know the exact weight, exact measurement, exact portion for the food you're going to eat. So almonds are a great example. Um, I know this because I eat almonds all the time. That 28 grams, you'd find that out by the food scale, equals one serving of almonds. Here's the deal. When you actually weigh out 28 grams, most people are surprised at how few of almonds that is. And all of a sudden they realize, wow, I must normally be eating three, four, five servings of almonds, which by the way, is like nearly a thousand calories at somewhere between 600 and a thousand calories. And people are like, holy moly, I didn't realize I was overeating that much simply because they were eating from the bag. So don't eat straight from the bag and get a food scale so you can actually start portioning out your calories and figuring out what you actually are consuming on a daily basis. Measure out your food. Have an exact plan of exactly how much you're going to eat for each said meal or snack. That goes back to the daily structure tip of if you plan out your day ahead of time, well, then you know you can't fail. Like if I know at lunchtime, I'm going to have two servings of brown rice. I'm going to have eight ounces of chicken. I'm going to have one serving of almonds. So 28 grams of almonds. And I'm going to have my Herbalife shake with it. Boom. Now I've got a good, satisfying, healthy lunch, but it's perfectly portioned out rather than just going like, well, I'm going to have some almonds and I start eating some almonds for the bag. Well, I'm going to just eat some rice and I just like start pouring on. I just don't know what I'm going to get. So if you can make sure you know your portions and stick to that portions, you're going to be able to maintain your weight that much easier. Okay. So my last tip in this section of knowing your portions is like, make sure your portions are satisfying enough that you don't have to go back for more, right? So here, here's an example. My wife and I have done this before. It's like, we'll make this super, super healthy meal for dinner. Let's say it's like a Saturday night and it's got chicken and it's got rice and it's all portioned out. We got a little salad with it and we eat it 
And then we kind of like look at each other after the meal and was like, let's order pizza. Because although it was healthy, it wasn't like good satisfying portions necessarily. So if you can make sure like it's a good piece of meat, it's a good portion of carbohydrates, portioned it out, but making sure you're actually like satisfied in the meal, then you're going to be less likely to want dessert or less likely to want to order pizza afterwards. So to avoid those things, make sure your portions are actually satisfying. Okay. Number five, um, as promised, we're going to talk about number five, because it goes back to the chips, cookies, cakes, and bars is follow the 80, 20 rule. Okay. Following the 80, 20 rule means you follow your plan 80% of the time, which allows you to have 20% of the time to enjoy good foods, right? We, we They always talk about 80% of um, your results is nutrition, 20% is fitness. The same comes with just pure nutrition, that if you can follow 80-20, most people can get really, really good results following their plan 80% of the time. I'm assuming, could be wrong, but I'm assuming most people on this podcast, listen to this podcast, are not training to join like a bodybuilding competition, okay? If you're training for a bodybuilding competition, you should probably focus on hitting your macros, hitting your meal plan 100% of the time. But for most of us normal people who just want to maybe lose a few pounds, feel better, eat healthier, the 80-20 rule is great. So follow your meal plan, follow eating healthy, clean foods 80% of the time, and because it's a stressful time, enjoy yourself the other 20% of the time. Okay. But here's my biggest piece of advice when it comes to that 20%, make the 20% intentional plan it. Okay. Don't just let it be an accident, you know, make it an intentional time. Like part of my 20% is going to be like a glass of wine with my husband or wife, or it's going to be a dessert that we specially made with the family. Like what you don't want to do is just make that 20% like random. Like, well, I messed up on my plan. I guess it's part of my 20%. Nah. If you really want to make sure you maintain your weight during the coronavirus, follow your plan, eat clean and eat healthy 80% of the time. And then to make sure that other 20% is intentionally planned in to your week, because here's what happens, right? Let's say you're a person who averages five meals a day. Okay. Five meals a day would be 35 meals for a week. That's like for my, my average Herbalife customer. We do two shakes a day. If someone's got like a weight loss goal, two shakes a day is a meal replacement, two healthy, satisfying protein snacks and a healthy colorful dinner. So five meals a day. That means out of the whole week, 35 meals, you only really get seven missteps. Okay. So seven times where you're allowed to misstep, like not follow your plan perfectly, which means the other 28 meals need to be dang near perfect. Okay. So sometimes people hear the 80, 20 rule. It's like, Oh, I I can eat a dessert. That's my 20%. Well, kind of, but how many other times have you just had that mindset this week? If you can focus on like you have seven or less missteps for the week, you're going to be able to focus on better results. Or, Or let's say you're someone who only eats three meals a day, right? You eat three big meals, like breakfast, lunch, dinner. That's only four missteps for the week. You can only mess up four times during the week to still stay within the 80%. So don't feel like the 80, 20 rule is this way to just do whatever you want, but instead really focus it on being intentional, being planning ahead so that you you can enjoy the 20%, help alleviate some of that stress or emotional eating, still enjoy your meal plan, but still get really good results. All right. So number five is to make sure you exercise daily. Okay. Number one, this adds to your daily calorie burn. More on that in tip number six. But making sure you exercise daily is going to be essential to maintaining your weight and and sticking to your goals throughout 
the time that we're living in now. So here's the nice thing about exercising daily. When I say exercise daily, I'm talking about intentional exercise. Okay. Um, I, maybe I should have done these in a little bit of a different order, but sneak peek number seven is going to be like upping your activity through things like walking and everything that that's important. But with number six, I I'm talking about really like two options, right? Number one, intentional cardio where you're going out for a 15, 30, 45 minute, one hour jog where you're like, you're, you're running towards a specific goal, or we're talking about like resistance training and, and at home workouts where, where you're training your core, your legs, your, your upper body, your, your shoulders, your arms doing things like maybe pushups or, or shoulder presses or body weight squats, whatever those are. So that's what I'm talking about when we talk about exercising daily. So here's the nice thing about like daily exercise. I'm talking about getting this in like seven days a week when you're working out with lower weights or like just no weight body weight exercises, you are able to, you, you need to do like more volume to make those effective, right? You can think about like the army at this time, right? Um, like the army part of their like training is like pushups every day. They do two mile runs like every day, sit-ups every day because those bodyweight exercises, they can be done every day. Like unlike something, if you're going to the gym and you're going to like squat or you're going to like lift like heavier weights, your, your body needs rest time. It needs recovery time. These bodyweight exercises can be done every day right? They require, not only do they require more volume, but your body needs less time to recover from it. So making sure you're, you're sticking to a plan where you're doing resistance training every single day is going to be a great path to your, uh, towards your success. So, um, Here's my advice. If you are connected with me on Facebook or Instagram, Facebook, uh, we just need to be friends. Kyle Kirby on, on Instagram. It's at Kyle Kerbs, K-I-R-B-S. Um, I've got like workout videos that we've been posting. So you can follow any of those. You, you can Google things like at-home workouts, bodyweight workouts, uh, bodyweight programs. There's lots of different things you can do at home. But I want you to intentional be, intentionally be doing resistance training of some kind. Think like bodyweight squats or push-ups or doing a, a very specific cardio routine where like, I'm going to go jogging for 30 minutes. I'm going to go um, on like a, a 15 minute, like high intensity interval training uh, course where you're doing like jumping or whatever, but it needs to be like resistance training or intentional cardio every single day. So that's number six, exercise daily. Number seven, as we already talked about, is upping your activity. So here's the fact of the matter, the, the truth. For most of us, we are most likely more sedentary than we normally are, right? When we're stuck at home more, right? There just is a little less activity. Maybe you're doing less activity than you normally did during a normal work week or when you can just go out all the time. So I want you guys to realize that like just because you're in quarantine or just because you're trying to stay inside for the coronavirus, like we're talking about social distancing. Here's the things you can still do. You can still take the kids for a bike ride. You can still take the dog for a walk, go on a walk with your spouse or significant other. You can still um, do yard activities. You can do yard work. There, there's a lot of things you can do. And now more than ever, it's important to up that activity. So really what I want you to think of is like, Think about increasing your daily steps, your, your non-exercise training, okay? So one of the best things you can do is wearing like a, a fitness tracker, right? A Fitbit, your Apple Watch that tracks your steps every single day. And really, you want to shoot for getting at least 10,000 steps in every single day. Now, if on a normal day, you're only getting two, 3,000 steps, we'll start off with just getting four to 5,000. But if you can shoot for getting at least 10,000 steps every day, that really will go a long ways in maintaining your result during this time. And 
really focus in order to get those steps up on finding ways to increase your activity. So something my wife and I realized is normally we'd go on like a walk with our dog. Who says we can't walk twice during the day, right? Maybe we're going to go in the backyard and set up the badminton net that we haven't set up for a while. And we're going to go play some badminton. Um, maybe we're going to go on a, a hike, go to a different area that requires us to walk longer, get outside more. But my goal every day is to get those 10,000 steps in and I want to be creative. So feel free to take two or three walks a day with the family. Go on more bike rides than normal. Take the dog on more walks. Trust me, your dog will absolutely love it if you take them on more walks. So Find ways to up your daily activity, get over that 10,000 steps, and you'll be much more on your way to maintaining and getting good results, okay? Number eight, eat to be healthy, not necessarily to lose weight, okay? There is a difference. This sounds a little odd. I won't go too much into it, but there is a difference between healthy foods and weight loss foods, okay? For example, Nuts are a healthy food. No one would argue with that. Nuts are a very healthy food, but they're not necessarily the best weight loss food because usually for the amount of calories you get, you don't get a ton of satisfaction from them because like I mentioned earlier, like an ounce of almonds, a serving of almonds really isn't that much food, right? So there is better foods out there for maybe weight loss, but right now thinking about like maintain your weight, like Think eating healthy, not necessarily weight loss, because with the extra stress of the world right now, with all the extra things going on, you don't need to add another extra stress by putting your body in a major calorie deficit or putting your body through extra stress of trying to lose weight for a certain time frame. Now, again, there's some of you out there that might have no problem doing this right now. Stick to what you're doing. But for the majority of us, this is a really great time to focus on maintaining our weight and just eating healthy foods, okay? So instead of reaching for something that isn't good, that isn't healthy, reach for more of the healthy things. And that goes back to uh, the list above, like those healthy chickens, carbohydrates, th those healthy fats, those veggies, those fruits. Eat as many of those as you can right now. Like I I, I don't think I've met someone yet that, that gained weight from eating too much fruits or too much veggies or too much chicken, right? So Focus on being healthy with those things right now. And are you going to maybe go over your normal calories for like a fat loss plan? Maybe. But the bonus of that is maybe you're going to fix your metabolism a little bit. And there's nothing wrong with that. So instead of like adding to the stress of the world right now and making weight loss even harder than it should be and, and putting yourself even more behind the eight ball when it comes to fat loss, getting results that you're looking for, really focus on just eating lots of good, healthy foods right now increasing your metabolism, fixing that metabolism a little bit, feeling good because you're eating good, satisfying, healthy foods. And another bonus on top of that, when you do go back into a fat loss routine, when you're focusing back on maybe that summer, or maybe we'll call it the fall body now, whatever that is, you'll actually probably lose fat, lose weight that much quicker because you fixed your metabolism a little bit. Your body got a little bit more accustomed to eating more food, more calories, but good healthy calories. And you'll be able to lose that fat, lose that weight even faster before. So number eight, make sure to eat to be healthy, not necessarily to lose weight. Okay. Number nine, cut out unnecessary habits. So we all have in our life certain habits that this would be a really good time to focus on cutting out. For example, maybe you're someone that you drink a beer every night and normally drinking a beer every night isn't too bad. I have one beer at dinner, I feel good and I go about my day. Okay. 
But because we are moving less in today's day and age, because there's more stress, because our routine's a little different, now is the time that if you're really focused on maintaining your weight, getting good results, cutting out that extra beer would be a good time to do this. There's things in our lives that normally might not harm us that much, but if we can eliminate them during this time, we will be able to get that much better results. So maybe you're someone who normally likes to eat like dessert or a piece of candy or a little treat after dinner. Now is the time to maybe eliminate that, take that out, right? Maybe you have a mocha every morning and you're able to, with the rest of your daily plan, add in that mocha and you are just fine and still able to lose weight. Now is the time that you might want to eliminate that. For me, um, and I think I've mentioned this in other podcasts before, but like I love donuts. Donuts are like my thing. I freaking love donuts so much. But because I know I can't go to the gym anymore, right? Which means I, I'm not able to lift like big heavy weights that I like to. Because I know I'm not as like uh, action oriented, like I'm a little bit more sedentary right now, right? As much as I love donuts and on my normal plan, when I'm normally lifting weights and moving a lot during the day and all that sort of stuff, normally having a donut every once in a while, isn't that big of a deal, right? My metabolism is good enough. I, I have enough muscle that, okay, it's a donut. I enjoy myself. I can still focus on, on getting my results, getting my goals. But for now, that is probably a good thing to cut out of my diet because there's all this other stuff going on. So if I can eliminate that donut right now, I'm more than likely going to do a little bit better maintaining my results and getting better long-term results. Okay. So focus on cutting out any unnecessary habits. It's going to be different for every single person, but think of your day, think of your week and what are the things that you just don't need to do right now? Cut those things out. Okay. And number 10 for maintaining our results during the coronavirus is to really focus on drinking zero calorie drinks. This is primarily for most of us going to be obviously water. I recommend drinking at least half your body weight in ounces of water per day or more. Are you going to need to pee more? Yeah. But Hey, if you're running to the bathroom more, your, your steps will be a little bit higher. Think number six, right? (laughs) Um, but Make sure you're drinking, obviously, a lot of water, at least half your body weight in ounces. But other things we're talking about, like zero-calorie tea. Most teas in their natural form are zero calories anyways. Um, Coffee, and I'm talking about plain coffee here. If you're not a big fan of plain coffee, uh, part of me wants to be like, well, hey, adult up and learn to like it. (laughs) Um, Because you don't need sugar. You don't need a ton of cream. You don't need any things to to get the benefits, the metabolism-boosting benefits of coffee. Um, So my recommendation would be learn to like it black, right? Learn to like it without zero calories. If you absolutely need a little bit in it, um, like your coffee, I recommend like almond milk. Usually you can get uh, almond milk that a whole cup is 30 calories. So a little bit of a splash of it into your coffee won't uh, add very many calories. And then things like stevia, right? Stevia is a good natural sweetener. Um, If you combine those two together, it's kind of like adding sugar and milk, but it'll be much, much healthier for you than actual sugar and milk or sugar and half and half. So um, obviously things like tea and water are going to be great things. Uh, Fall in love, um, big advice like personally is sparkling water, right? My wife and I drink a lot of LaCroix. We drink a lot of bubbly um, is a great brand. Um, What is the brand? I was going to say Pinot Noir, but that's a wine. Um, Pinot, Pinot, Grigio, I think it's a wine too. There's some, some sparkling water brand out there uh, that starts with a P. Um, any of those sparkling waters can be really great. And I throw this into the coffee category. If you're not a big fan of sparkling water, 
adult up a little bit, learn to like it because it can be really, really good for maintaining your weight and getting good results during this time. So whether it be water, tea, coffee, make sure there's zero calorie versions of those things. Uh, sparkling water is great. And now a question I always get is like, well, what about like zero calorie things like Diet Coke or Diet Mountain Dew? Just avoid it. Water, tea, coffee, sparkling water, those things are all amazing things and they will keep you hydrated, keep you full throughout the day. Don't even like, why? Why even? Uh, is it zero calories? Yes, but I'm not going to argue about it. Don't drink Diet Coke throughout the day. Don't drink Diet Pepsi. Those things aren't good for you. Learn to cut that out of your diet. Learn to fall in love with coffee, tea, water. The body, the human body is a very adaptive thing. And if you just stick to drinking those things for a while, especially sparkling water, especially coffee, your body will fall in love with it. Um, watch your caffeine intakes, of course, but stick to drinking as much water you can throughout the day, at least half your body weight in ounces, and those other zero-calorie beverages. And just like that, boom, boom, pow, we have our 10 tips for maintaining our weight during the coronavirus epidemic. So take these 10 tips. If you can do all 10, great. Knock out all 10. My recommendation is start with one per day, right? Go into Monday morning and focus on one of these. And then on Tuesday, add another one in. And if you can do half of them, great. If you can do seven out of the 10, great. If you can do all 10, great. But focus on adding these things into your daily, weekly, monthly plans to make sure you're maintaining your weight during this time, to make sure you're eating clean, being healthy, and continue getting good results. With that, guys, I am Kyle Kirby. I am your host of the Life Well Lived podcast. If we haven't connected yet on Facebook, I'd love to connect with you there. You can follow me on Instagram at Kyle Kerbs, K-Y-L-E-K-I-R-B-S. I'd love to connect with you in one of those two places. And as always, if you love this episode, if you've liked the episodes we've posted so far, please drop a comment, leave us a review, share it with your friends. That's how we're going to reach the world for more people that are looking for a good podcast to brighten their day, to spread positivity, and to live a life that is well-lived. So I'd love for your guys' help in sharing this podcast and uh, really helping reach more and more people. And with that, I hope you guys have an amazing week. I love you all, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Life Well Lived. Thank you.